What is going on, everybody? This is Dr. Chris Featherstone for yet another episode of the Laser Raw. Let me get my camera together. There we go. There we go. Legion of Raw. Vince Russo, former WCW World Heavyweight Champion, former WWE head writer. Look at the biceps. Look at the size of them ham hocks. <laughs> Forget your helium tank, ladies and gentlemen. That mug right there, he's got the helium, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> the, the balloon base has has been let go and bro we got a we got a big one saturday bro a big one bro huh big one bro this is it bro this is it man listen if you want to talk about me being pumped about something if you want to have a conversation about me getting excited about something it is college football and it is the big game this Saturday. Man. Now, give me the setup, bro. Give me the setup. I want to know where you're watching it, Who you, who's going to be allowed to watch it with you, what's on the menu, are you chucking the kids out of the house? I, I want <laughs> – give me the setup, doctor. So I usually like watching it with people. Uh, I, I know that this, this year I just want to – just want to zone out, relax. My wife usually fix some some good buffalo chicken dip and some chicken wings, which she'll probably do. Kids are most likely be in their rooms relaxing. I will probably be zoned out in my in, in my uh, den area, just just re just relaxing, watching. Uh, I might have might have a friend or two come over, you know, just to. Just to you know, go back and forth with the who are holiday fans, so I can vent if I need to, you know, just just to have that relief, just to have that extra person to you know vent to, and that's that's most likely what I'll do this year because uh, this is high stakes, man. High this stakes, is the big high one, stakes. bro. This is it. This is it, bro. <clears throat> if we win, we are most likely in the college playoffs. You know, we can win. You know, there's the Big Ten championship game after this, but. The other division, the Big Ten West, is pretty pretty suspect. We uh, pretty pretty weak side of the Big Ten, but I'm 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 uh, I'm pretty optimistic this year, mostly because we're at home. That's that's the biggest thing for that's the biggest ace in the hole that we have this year is that it's at home. Last year we lost, unfortunately, but that was the first time we lost in ten years. 
So we lost. It was in Ann Arbor. It was snowing. It was away. Didn't have the strong defenses we had this year. It's 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 a it's a different feel. Different time. Different, feel. different time, bro. Yeah, different man. time. Yeah, I'm pretty pumped, man. Yes. Woo! I'm pumped about that, man. You want to talk, talk about something I'm excited about. Good for you, man. Good. It's this. It's, nice. it's Ohio State versus Michigan, man. So I'm pumped about that. Well, on another note. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's, let's talk. Bro, I noticed two things off the bat. I want to ask you something. Yeah. Has Pyro been back for a while? I noticed the Pyro at the top of the show. Yeah, it's been it's been back for a while. Yeah. yeah. It's been back for probably a couple of years now. But there there seemed to be a lot of pyro at the beginning. Well, that's, that's, that's the makeup for uh probably 5 6 7 years of not having it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Pyro and AJ Styles doing his deal with no pyro and <laughs> just Brock Lesnar doing his deal with no yeah. pyro. And, you know, bro, I, I want to point out, see, like, th this is where, like, bro, I, 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 I don't want to hear anything. You know, you always hear, bro, it's a different time and this and that and all this BS, bro. Bro, I I'm begging anybody, anybody, bro, go watch a show from the Attitude Era and listen to JR open Ooh, a show. Man. Yes. He is so excited, so over yes. the top. He, you know, he wouldn't rather be anywhere else in the world. We we don't know what we're going to see tonight. This is a happening. Bro, this guy, I, I don't even know the guy's name. Kevin the, Patrick, I think. Who, who, whatever, bro. I, I don't, Dana Patrick, I, I don't even know his name. Bro, the guy opens up the show. With such a low, boring energy, yeah. I, I swear to God, and, and it's, this is why I am so tired of the excuses. What is the excuse, bro, that this guy can't be excited yes. about opening up this show? Vince is called Setting the Tone. Yes, yes. That's what is called, man. Right off the bat, bro, it, it's ho-hum. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Jr. Man, ladies and gentlemen, this is Monday Night Raw. We've got Stone Cold Steve Austin coming out from yes. the Undertaker to yes, answer the question of last week. Yes, <laughs> I loved it. Gosh, this second. one guy like he had such a low energy. I'm like, okay, bro, you you're not excited, but I'm supposed to be. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. Yeah. yeah, good, good, good. <laughs> I'm supposed to be more excited than you are somehow. So, Scott Smith, early on, two dollars. What's up, Scott? Thank you, my man. Thank you very much. Oh, we got so we got another one. We got another one. We got oh, we've got a super chat already. Yes. SK Nation coming through. My guy, Alex. Yes, Alex. Super chat. Vince, what was the rider agent pay like in WWFE? Was it similar to, to lower in wrestler play? Can we have some numbers? Oh, man. You want some numbers, bro? It's SK Nation, right? Exclusive, man. SK Nation. Uh, who asked that question? Alex. And how much did Alex pay for this? Four ninety nine, Alex. You're gonna get your four ninety nine worth. I am an open Very book. Good. 
Alex, I was hired at the WWE as the editor of the magazine um, around 1994 or 5-ish at $60,000. Hmm. And I thought that was the world. (laughs) When I left the WWE, by the time I left Chris with the success we had in the Attitude Era, and bro, keep keep in mind, you know, you know, it's always, uh, it was always Vince McMahon. Vince was the editor. It wasn't Vince Russo. Vince, you, you, you know, oh, yeah, okay, bro. I was there for less than five years, Chris. I started at sixty grand. By the time I left, less than five years later. Vince had me up to 350. Hmm. Now you're going to say he okay he did, he didn't need Vince Russo, okay? Now Alex, I'll go one step further. When I went to WCW, they wanted me to sign a 3-year deal, Chris, and I bro, I was done with wrestling when I went to WCW. Mm-hmm. So I was like no way in the world 3 years, I'll do 2 years. And I got that two-year deal at WCW, bro, for like, I I, I think the two-year deal was worth like a million, okay? But I'll be honest with you guys now, when I went to TNA, for I was at TNA for 10 years, Chris. Mm -hmm. Bro, the average salary I made at TNA, I, I think I started at like 100 Bro, I in 10 years, Chris, I was making between 100 and 150 hmm. a year. That hmm. that's it. And hmm. I I was at TNA for, you know, the majority of my career. Yeah. So that was it, bro. Like that hmm. that was uh that was, you know, they 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 did not have, you know, WWE money or WCW yeah. money. I was mainly doing it because, you know, Jeff was a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously that was a, you know, that was a good salary enough for me to live. Sure. And uh, that was it. Yeah, that's it. So yeah. there you go, bro. That's uh, nice. that's about as honest as I can get with you. Thank you, man. Thank you for sharing that. Good stuff, yes. man. <clears throat> awesome sauce. $2 super chat. Oh my God. Awesome sauce. <laughs> Bailey should be ashamed of herself. I, I mean, yes, yes, I did see it, bro. God awful, absolutely god awful, bro. Yeah, absolutely terrible, terrible, terrible. We'll start off with Kevin Owens cutting an in ring promo, interrupted by Judgment Day. So, uh, looks like Triple H, you know, Kevin Owens is Triple H's boy. You know, he helped him win the Universal Championship, his first, uh, Universal, first and only Universal Championship run a few years back. Triple H basically. You know, handed him the championship, and he was shocked, and you know, played that deal. Seems like Triple H wants another revival of Kevin Owens, and so now he's the he was the unveiled as the mystery fifth person for Team Sheamus at all, and he comes in with the heroes welcome on Raw. The fans love Kevin Owens in Albany, New York, and then. Judgment Day comes out, and there is segment number one with Judgment Day. The most, though, Chris, this was the absolute bro. I know they listened to this show, I want 1000%, but this was the absolute best. So, Judgment Day comes out, 
we make the match. The announcer, that Dana Patrick dude, actually had the goal to say, let's see if this match is made official. First of all, who's making the match official? (laughs) Second of all, Chris, are we going to come back on the other side of the commercial? Ladies and gentlemen, this match was not made official. Uh, Unfortunately, we got to let you go, guys. We did. We we got a denial. It was. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, you talk about the laziest booking. Let's see if they make this match official. Like, give me a break, bro. Oh, my God, bro. Sorry, guys. Uh, Sorry, we have to announce that. we actually didn't make it official. Uh, we're going to have to postpone it. So. And Chris, can, can, can I can I give them a little hint on how to get ratings? Yes, indeed. Oh, you want to you want to you want to at least try to pop a rating, bro? You you got you. It's five on five at War Games. Okay, first of all, bro, we got five and four. So somebody has to sit out to begin with, but now we're going to sit out Owens and McIntyre and we're going to get, you know, the three guys that we care the least about with with all due respect, bro. You want to at least try to draw a number, put freaking Rhea Ripley in the match. I was thinking that we we would have put China. China would have been in that match. Put Rhea Ripley in the freaking match, yep. bro, and yep. put another girl at the end. You, you didn't need her in that spot. Yep. Put her in this match. Let her demand that she's in the match. Mm-hmm. Please, I'm I'm begging you to do something out of the norm. Yeah, I, I agree. I was thinking that too. Like, hmm, you know, why don't she's, you know, uh, slamming Lou Gallows, but now we don't hear anything from that. Like, it was just like a big feet of strength for Rhea Ripley. No payoff to it. She goes into the the women's uh, uh, war games match, really don't believe, belong there, just kind of shoved in with that outside of the OC, you know, uh, Judgment Day feud. It's just, Super weird how they're just throwing her in there, but slamming Luke Gallows, but not in the match. And yeah, it, 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 yeah, bro, no she's, she's slamming Luke Gallows, and then she's gonna go 15 minutes with Oscar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we'll, we'll get to that later. But come on, guys, yeah, like who's really? half the size of uh, Luke? Yeah, Gallows, exactly. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Brawling Brutes uh, defeats Judgment Day segment number two. With Judgment Day, uh, you know it, it was a fast-paced way to start the the, the raw. But uh, Judgment Day, after uh, their segment number one, their segment number two, they end up losing the match. And Do- Dominic runs away, and the timing was so off with w- when he got to the stage, and then the OC came out. The timing, the timing of that was so yeah. so god awful, so yeah. awful. So is is Dominic trying to be the chicken crap heel or the like who was he supposed like he's not the dominant monster heel so he has to be the chicken crap heel but they're trying to make him like reputable and meaningful and menacing in Judgment Day cuz he doesn't like his dad, but he's still Bro, playing the, the, this, the this is, guy. This is where they're all wrong, Chris. This, again, we talked about it last week a lot. This is the wrestling bubble, 
Okay, so he's he's going to be the chicken shit heel that runs away because that's what heels do. No, bro, this kid should have a chip on his shoulder, should think he's all that and a bag of chips, and he would get 10 times the amount of heat really really believing he's eddie guerrera real really believing bro he is the second coming of eddie guerrera the only difference is he's better yeah aside from oh he's a heel bro so sheamus is gonna chase like come on bro will you i swear chris if anybody ever goes back and i love this and you never see this anymore i can remember booking Shawn michaels against the undertaker and Sean would stand to the stand up to the Undertaker nose to nose in the middle of the ring because somewhere in Sean's demented mind, he thought he could take the freaking Undertaker, bro. Yeah. And that's what gave Sean character, bro. If Sean Michaels would have ran away like a chicken, you know what, heel, mm-hmm. he would have never, ever, ever been over to the level that he was over. What helped heal Sean was because he had trust in his heavies, right? He he had trust in Diesel for a while. So he can go blow to blow and toe to toe with anybody because he had an ace in a hole, you know, standing behind him. Same thing with DX. He had a he he had backup. You know, what I mean, Sean played the person who was the kind of like the mafia boss, right? right? Because he had the backup to be in your face and know that if you try to if you try to come at me, I've got a gang of people or someone who's seven foot tall to beat you up. And, and that's and I appreciate that. Yeah, and then Chris. If for some reason the backup wasn't there, he could still hold his own. Mm-hmm. He could still hold his own if he had to. Yeah. But here, here we got Dominic. You know, yeah, bro. It's I, I, I just hate the way they they book some of these people, bro. Dominic, there's nothing about Dominic that just oozes confidence to me. No, like it just he fit like. The gimmick was he was mesmerized by Rhea Ripley, but now they're not doing that as much anymore. So there's not even a hook to it anymore. There's not really an angle to it. He was mesmerized by Rhea, so he beats up his dad. Now he's just one of the people. Now he's just one of them. Like there's yeah. just nothing with it anymore. Yeah. So now he just feels just there. Yep, I agree. I and, he, agree. and he's looking like someone who he's he's looking at the like the one who takes the fall. You know, what I mean, like he's looking like the one who really hasn't established himself. The the Ray Mysterio thing's over with, so he's not really getting heat there. Rhea mesmerized him to what to be a part of Judgment Day. So that's it. That's all we have now is him being a part of Judgment Day. Nothing else. Nothing more. No hook to it. Nothing now. Now the biggest emphasis is Finn Balor and AJ Styles, while Dominic Guerrero is just—I mean, Dominic Mysterio—is just kind of fading in the back, yep. and that kind of wasn't something that you wanted to happen because you felt the same way when you were with your dad. Yep, that's absolutely you felt like true. You were bro. Fading in the back when you were your dad, but you're doing the same thing with Judgment Day, so it just doesn't make sense there. Yep. 
Uh, next, we have uh, Omos against Johnny Gargano, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I agree. We need to bring Joey out for this. Time out. Time out. Time out, Joey. Time out, Joey. Okay, now let's get this straight, Chris. Don't go right to almost. We're not, we're not there yet. <laughs> so we had to see if that first match was going to be made official. Yes. Now, the person that made the match official, is this the same person that excused Miz from competing in a match because he cut his hand on a cactus. That, that's, it's that's the same said. guy. Same guy. Yep. So that that was okay. But yeah, Miz, yep. you got a you got you got a little cut on your hand. Yeah. It's okay. And Miz, not only that, not only are you excused from the match tonight, we're gonna let you pick Gargano. Yeah, yeah, you can you can yeah, you can pick whoever you are. <laughs> like what 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 in what world does this any of this make any sense? In in what what universe, bro? Yeah, yeah. And they and you know and 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 WWE would say, well, that's just a miss getting heat. Yeah, that's a yeah. That's Vince McMahon would say creative liberty. He said that every time it didn't really? make any sense. Oh yeah, that was his favorite saying, bro. I would say Vince, that doesn't make any sense. And he'd look at me, pull the glasses down. Creative liberty. Okay, Vince. That 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 means it doesn't make any sense, and you know it doesn't make any sense. What does that even mean? He's got the he's got he he's got the liberty to do whatever he wants to do, whether it makes sense or not. <laughs> and that that's what this was. This was Triple H's creative liberty. What? Oh yeah, bro. Creative liberty. Say, yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. That, he that was his favorite saying: creative liberty, bro. So he would just throw that out when it didn't make sense. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, bro. Because he knew what. What, what am I going to say to that? Uh, yeah. Like, what, what am I going to say? It doesn't make sense, bro. You you can't even explain it to me. So all you could say is creative liberty. What, what so he's too say at that point. So he's too prideful to admit that this yes. probably wasn't the best idea. Absolutely. Instead of yes. admitting his wrong or growing from it, he says. Creative liberty, pal. Or even say, even say, Vince, make sense out of it. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I, I'll, I'll. If this is what you want the end result to be, yeah. I will make sense out of it. No, mm-hmm. creative liberty. Creative That's when liberty. you knew, bro. The conversation was over. <laughs> that is uh, someone from the SK Nation. I know that you are a good uh, drawer. And so I would want you to uh, email myself for Vince and draw a nice caricature of, of Vince McMahon with the glasses down yes. and putting creative liberty on the yes. let's let's do it let's do a t-shirt out of that. Yeah, that'd be a great t-shirt. <laughs> creative liberty. That was my favorite saying in the world, bro. Yes, yes. Now uh that's gonna be a new faction, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be a new fax on the WWE called Creative Liberty. They can do whatever they want. They can change matches. They're scheduled for matches, but they all come with taped hands. Yes, and they'll say no. Uh, yep. got Creative Liberty, and I'm uh, I'm going to pick you somebody else. Yeah, we're just yeah we're going to pick them. Omos, you there? Omos, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> unbelievable, bro. Like just unbelievable. I yes, swear indeed. to God. Now, <laughs> so so. Is Omos the resident hitman now or something? 
I like guess the hired bro. gun. Is, I, I is guess. That, is that, I guess. Is that what bro. he is now? And here's the funny thing about that. Johnny Gargano actually had a lot of offense against Omos. Which was ridiculous, bro. <laughs> like legit busted him up, too. Just looking at the size of those guys, it was like, you know, I'm like, this match should be over in 30 seconds, but I know it's not going to be. Yeah. And it, and it wasn't. I mean, like, Omos is three times the size of Gargano. Like, who in the world would even think that this is real? Bro, you know what's so funny? I swear to God. So Gargano is wrestling the giant and they're, they're going on and on and on about, you know, he never gives up uh, without a fight, you know, the whole nine, nine yards, bro. The following match with uh theory and Ali, they said the same exact thing about Ali, bro. Never gives up without a fight. So, so, bro, I don't understand. So, we're gonna have all these guys that weigh a buck and a half, yep, yep, and yep. they're five foot six, and every one of their stories is gonna be that they never, bro. Who gives up without a fight? Like, like <laughs> bro, who gives up without a fight? If if I ran in tomorrow. If I ran into tomorrow a guy, a 20-year-old kid, six foot five, I'm a 61-year-old man, and this guy started fighting me, yeah. bro, I'm gonna stand there and freaking fight the guy. Yeah, Even yeah. if he's kill me, I'm gonna fight the guy. Likewise. But is is this gonna be the moniker of every 150-pound guy on the roster now, bro? It's a lazy way to book a baby face to me. <clears throat> like it's some, it's like this resilient. You know, just just get them tiger type of type of baby face that they're looking for. That's just like it's just not working. Man. Resilient, it's, it's resilient, like, bro. Yeah. Yes. Get him, get them tiger. You, you, <laughs> use your creative liberty to kill them, tiger. Come on, pal. Too much. Every we we're gonna put these hundred fifty pound guys on the show, and every one of them, you know, fights as a heart of a lion. Bro. Yeah, yeah, that's good, good for them, bro. Great. Yeah. They have they have lion hearts, ladies. Oh and my god! <laughs> and and it's like there's no build to it. Now, if they were doing the David and Goliath, you know, angle, which you know, which works as a tried and true method, if there's a story arc behind it, if there's that person who's playing that role of the David, can he beat the Goliath? Is he able to do it? And finally, he makes that thing. I remember back in the day. And TNA, when you booked that with uh, <clears throat> Kendrick and Abyss, it was that it was that David and Goliath type of. Yeah. I think it was even for the X Division Championship, when um, when when Kendrick ended up beating Abyss, it was a really good type of. Can he do it? He's way bigger than him. <clears throat> Defying the odds, David and Goliath feuds. It works if the fans are rallying behind. The person and is and is a part of the story. If you're just doing it in some standalone match, it's just not going to work. It, it's it's overused in that capacity. And it also works a heck of a lot better, Chris, when there's one guy that looks like that and not five. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And then the, you know, even if there's five guys looking like it, they're booking every single guy in a in standalone matches when multiple segments of a raw of saying, yeah, we're, we're going to have the resilient segment number five and yeah, exactly. resilient segment number eight. Right. You know yeah, like, exactly. bro. There's no uniqueness. If there's like five of them, you know yeah. what I mean? There's nothing unique about that. No, 
Uh, next, we have uh, Seth Rollins cutting the backstage promo. <laughs> and bro, then, I, uh, I swear, I, I gotta tell, I gotta tell you something, bro. He, he bro, I, I'm, I'm gonna be 62 in January. So, bro, I don't like, I don't, I, I'll reference, oh, I'll make old references. Okay, I'm not trying to be cool. I'm not trying to be hip. I, I, I reference, you know, things that are from, you know, my era and my day. I'm not trying to be this cool, you know, I know, you know, like every rapper and every this and that, because I don't. Seth Rollins is trying to be cool. Yes, he is. And he's referencing a movie that I saw in 1983. Which movie did he reference? The Goonies. Oh, okay. Like, what, what, bro, bro, what are you like? What are you, you, you're, 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 you're telling me there you're not cool, bro. You're not hip. And, bro, they did the same thing later on today, l- later on in the show. And I'll get to it when I find it. But, bro, between, you know, War Pigs with Black Sabbath and the Goon, this is supposed to be the hip, exciting. Oh man! Th- th- then they wonder why their audience is fifty years and older. Because bro, Goonies came out in nineteen eighty three, bro. That's why. So why are you referencing that? He's trying to be cool, man. And it's, oh uh, my gosh, bro! Cool. Austin Theory cuts a he cuts a very serious promo now. He's you know I'm not the future anything or the youngest anything no more. Like you better pay attention to me now. Do you think that uh, this serious Austin Theory gimmick uh, has potentially legs to grow on? Bro, with what they did with him last week when they went off the air, they're going to put him in a long match with freaking Ali. They killed it, bro. They absolutely killed it. Yeah. If you want, first of all, that character last week, I like much better than anything he's ever done. Mm-hmm. Anything he's ever done. This match should have been over in five seconds. Yeah, I agree. Five seconds. Yeah. But Ali gave him a freaking fight, bro. So we're right back to where we were with. with a taped up right Ali, by the way. A taped up, a taped yeah, up taped, Ali. Taped, taped yeah. up yeah. Ali, bro. Yeah, yeah. But he never gave up. He's yeah. always. He's, he's resilient. <laughs> He's resilient, pal. Oh, it's got God. the creative liberty. They, uh, they, they <laughs> kill this after what what they did with him last week. This should have been a squash, bro. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Especially with Ali. Right. Exactly. What, what what are they going to do with freaking Ali, bro? And and then they have Lashley come out and kill Ali again. And bro, you talk about the laziest booking in the world, right? So we do the gimmick. When was it after the match? Um, so Lashley comes to the ring. They wind up getting into it. Lashley now winds up killing the new, new and improved Austin Theory. Yep. The new and improved Austin Theory is now running away. Running right? away, yeah. Bro, so we go on the other side of the curtain, and Al Ali's just sitting there in the chair. Bro, <laughs> bro are they kidding me? Like, are they freaking kidding me with these setups? I'm, I'm serious. Triple H, what the freak is wrong with you, bro? They come through the curtain. Ali's sitting there in the chair. My God, will you guys put some effort into this crap? Please. 
Maybe Please, he's wishing bro. that he was in the U.S. championship match. Maybe it may because a few if, uh, a month ago it seemed like he was next in line for the U.S. championship match, and now he's uh, he's out. He's set Survivor Series is a triple threat match with Austin Theory, Bobby Lashley, and Seth Rollins. Maybe he was just uh, sitting down daydreaming, man. God, bro, you you can't you can't at least let the pursue go into the locker room, Chris. Yeah. All right, Ali's in the locker room. A, a train is looking at him because he just got. Is it that is bro the extra thirty to sixty seconds too much work for you, bro? That the guy's got to be sitting there in a chair picking yeah. his nose. And then he well he was feuding he he was somehow brawling with theory and in theory th pushes him over to Lashley. And then all of a sudden Lashley grabs him like a rag doll and takes him out. Like he's like, no, I'm not going to beat you in gorilla. I'm going to beat you in front on the ramp in front of all the crowd. Meanwhile, meanwhile, bro, they could have done that in a locker room. Yes. Yes. Lashley could have killed him in a locker room. Bro. Yep, absolutely. He could have thrown. He could have extended his streak of throwing him. Uh, yeah, in the back. So lazy. Just you, you guys. Listen, Sports Kid Nation. If some of you guys watch this show, and and I would never say don't watch this show. If you guys watch this show, but I, I'm telling you guys, bro, they're never going to put any more effort into this show if you just accept everything that they're feeding you bro that's true that's true i think uh the you know the squeaky wheel gets the grease right so i think it's uh important for sk nation at least you know we got three million followers the sk nation at least to speak up and talk about how uh just lazy this booking is on raw clearly they watch the show because we have a, a struggle in our following for fruit and and People like Bailey don't wear the same stuff every week. So she clearly, never has two weeks in a row. Wore, she, she had a bodysuit on this week. Yeah. Black yeah. bodysuit with the jacket on, man. She's yeah. like, I've got some for you, Vince Russo. Take this. Yes. Now, uh, we've got a couple good super chats we'll get to. But one thing about Ali, do you think that Ali got heat for the tweet that he gave you? Absolutely. Well, no, no, no. Maybe, maybe, maybe no, not. No, no tweet, we know we got the tweet. He got, you know, we got heat for the tweet for the, the strong. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That, yeah, that got him heat. But yeah. I'm wondering if he got heat for the exchange with you too, though. Bro, I could tell you right now, Listen, man, I'm 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 a pretty good judge of character. And Chris, you know, with, with the feel that you're in, you're you're a hundred times better judge of character than I am. But bro, just the tweet he sent my way, mm -hmm. I could tell just by that tweet alone, man, bro, this guy who has done absolutely nothing thinks mighty highly of himself. Mm -hmm. So that tells me, bro. That's the way he probably carries himself around the locker room, yeah. thinking highly of himself, and he's a great wrestler, and nobody's going to teach him anything. Okay, bro. Bro, that don't fly, man. That don't fly in the back, bro. It, so it, if it, I, it, I get the feeling there's some of that going on. Sure, sure. It, it comes, you know, that comes off. When you, when you think highly of yourself like that, <clears throat> usually the root of it is insecurity. So, like when I looked at the tweets, it it, it looked insecure. You know, it uh, it did it did seem that it was haughty. It it did seem that it was haughty and high minded, but I I read it, it was like insecure. Like this, 
like Vin, like why do you care what Vince Russo says? Right. You know what I mean? To to the fact that you're calling him a hoe. You know what I mean? Like it, it's it, these these comments is like hmm, like that that was really juvenile. You know what I mean? That that if, if that's a depiction of your character, which a lot of times. Twitter unfortunately does really depict someone's character with their with their exchanges interactions because it's organic, you know, it's a natural way of responding to people. <clears throat> I'm like, man, are you are you difficult to handle backstage? Yeah, you know, exactly. are you are you difficult to get along with backstage? And of course, that'd give you heat, you know, in yep. most cases, yep. Yep. unless you're drawing money. I mean, you can yep. be difficult to handle backstage. That doesn't really matter for drawing money, a la Shawn Michaels. But at the same time, if you don't draw, if yeah. if you don't contribute, if you're not an asset to the WWE, and you're difficult to work with, you're going to be thrown around like a rag doll by Bobby yeah. Lashley. That's yeah. that's what I pick up from that. Yeah. Hey, bro. One other thing I want to point out because we've talked about this in the past, and we talked about bro as a writer. You don't leave a guy out there with his hand on his junk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, bro, we've got the we've got theory out there. We've got Lashley on the screen. Mm -hmm. Lashley says, "I'm coming out there," and we go to like a five minute commercial break. Yeah. yeah. We come back, like and theory is still waiting for Lashley. No so more blood, been, by the way. Yeah, he's been standing there with five minutes with his hand on his junk. So then, bro, they proceed to cut a back-and-forth promo where they said absolutely nothing we didn't already know. Yeah. The way you do that is, bro, send Lashley immediately. Like, you know, when Lashley says, I'm coming out here, go to commercial break, come back from break, and we're hot in the action. Sure. He came yeah. out during the break because, bro, then you could replay – this is what happened, you know, during the break. But to have Theory wait out there for five minutes and what 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 is Lash, what is he shaving before yeah, he, he got comes? lost? Like, that's what I mean, bro. This is such lazy, 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 lazy booking, man. Yeah, agreed. Awesome sauce, five dollars super chat, bro. Vince, there's a photo of you and Hogan from the 80s online. Is there a story behind it? You guys Google it. Uh, yes, uh, I put that photo out there, bro. And it was actually, Chris, back in the day when, uh, you know, video stores were a thing. Um, and I had two video stores on Long Island. There used to be a big convention called the VSDA, Video Store, video store Dealers Association. I think that was the name of it. Huge convention, bro. And, and, and because video was hot, they brought in all the top stars in movies. You name it, bro. Like, this place was loaded with stars. Hogan, this is back in, um, gosh, bro, this is back in the 80s. Like, yeah, like you said, Hogan was there, and I literally waited online to get Hogan's autograph for my son. And that's, that's the picture wow. that was online. It was before we knew each other. I was running my video store. He was at the top of his game, and that's the story behind that picture. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. The y'all would be co-workers, uh, what, about 10 years later or so, 12 oh, years more later? Than more than that, bro. Y'all started working together, what, 2000? Oh, yeah, yeah, at that WC. Yeah, about 2000, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that <clears> – <throat> what year was that? Um, 
Oh, bro, late 90s? You mean I mean, I'm 80s? sorry, late 80s. It could have been like, it was somewhere between 87 and 89, I want to say. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Pretty, oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That came from me. That, nice. I, 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 uh, I have that picture. That's yes. pretty nice. No, no, I'm showing the uh, SK Nation for those yes. who haven't seen it. Yeah, man, I look, was, at, look, look at look at that stud, Vince Russo. I was a look man. back in the day. Who knew that was the uh, future of WCW World? That's true, <laughs> the future of WCW, ladies and gentlemen. Very yeah. nice, very nice. <clears throat> ah, so that was the convention then. Yeah, VSD was a you. You guys can look it up, man. They were you. I, I met so many, uh, so many big stars at those. Uh, conventions man nice. awesome. nice. yeah so you were in your 20s here no no i was in my 30s no 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 i no, i probably in my 20s, 20, bro. Yeah, 20s you're right, right? i i was i started wwe in my early 30s so mm. yeah i was in my 20s yeah nice well hogan's not uh too far from you he's what 68 67 something, something like, like that, that. Yeah. yeah he's only about what five years older than you six years yeah um <clears throat> Yeah, Hogan, let me see. Hogan was born. Let me see. Born in probably 55, 56, something like that. He was born in, he was born in 53. Oh, 53. Okay, I guess he's got eight, uh, eight years eight on years. this. Yeah, eight years. Wow. So he's 69. Hogan 69, brother. Wow. And every now and then you, you get those uh, rumors of one more match. You want to see one more big leg drop, brother. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Should we see Hogan as a uh, surprise entry to the Royal one? Nah, he, he can't he can't go anymore, bro. But you know Hogan though. He can limp his way. And, yeah, you know, but he, he's he's yeah. he's bells and whistles, man. He'll, I know. he'll do a couple you and he'll just stand right by the, <laughs> the ropes. He'll just start throwing people out. <laughs> he'll hawk up right by the corner, you know. Bro, yes. bring bring Hogan in for the rumble and let him just toss out Ali. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'd pop for that. Man. I would pop for that. I would pop <laughs> tremendous for that. Oh, uh, and then Omos eliminate him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he does one of those little, you know, how he tries to press people. You know, the whole gimmick of Lee. He's gonna pretend he's gonna press Omos, and all of a sudden, Omos just throws him out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, we have. Uh, so we have Theory beating Ali, and uh, we talked about that with the Lashley gimmick. And the next we have Matt Riddle and Elias defeating Alpha. Yeah, th this was another one, bro. This was this th during this there was an Afro uh, Afro Man reference. If you guys don't remember, Afro Man was an artist uh, from I, I, he had one, he had he was a one hit wonder from like 1991, bro. Mm. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Who knows and who cares, basically. <laughs> uh, let's get the Hannibal $5 super chat. SK Nation coming through with the Thanksgiving super chats, ladies and gentlemen. Do they feel like they made a mistake turning South Face and Bobby Heel unless Cody is coming back in Survivor Series? Why is he cutting the heel promo? You know, that's a good that's a good question because so they're so they're turning Seth Face, but they turn Bobby Heel, but Bobby was definitely playing the baby today uh 
Yeah, they were and cheering then, Bobby big time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then yeah. Seth, he cut a heelish promo because he started talking about Cody. Like, you know, putting Cody on the map. So, and Cody's going to definitely get pops when he come back. So what are, what are they doing? Like, I, I don't I, understand. I, I don't know, bro. I don't know. Creative, think, li- creative liberty. The, oh, that well. I can't, <laughs> I can't do anything. Bro, bro, when you don't understand something, it's creative liberty. It's that's, creative liberty. It's creative that's liberty. And, and that's the end of the discussion. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, there's, I've got nothing. You know, if he's like creative liberty, I, I've got nothing. Uh, next week. So, so Riddle and Elias, I mean, is this, um, Elias is playing like too much of a white meat baby face. Like, uh, it seems like that's like on purpose to try to get that crowd, you know, uh, reaction because it definitely seems like he's going to make the turn sooner than later. Yeah. He's going to make the turn just because I, I, I can't believe bro. They have no plans and no opponents for riddle. Like I can't, yeah. I can't. At, at, what, what a waste of a talent, bro. You're putting him out in these tags that mean nothing. So they'll probably have Elias turn on him. So he's in a program. Yeah. It seems like there's really, really trying to buy time for Orton to come back though. Is he coming back soon or? it's still up in the air it's still up in the air i heard that uh, there was uh like he passed so you know the he can't he didn't get past like there's some tests you know that you have to, to go through but it wasn't necessarily physical it was more mental like he's just burned out you know so yeah. uh <clears throat> we'll see but there was recently a, a photo of him he took uh it was either in the hospital or something you know that that he took that I saw on Twitter, uh, or Twitter, or IG, one of them, and it was his wife and him. So I don't know if he reaggravated injury. Um, I'm not quite sure, but he's definitely doesn't seem like he's uh, cleared to come back. So uh, we shall see. <clears throat> Drew McIntyre. Well, there's a segment with uh, there, there's a segment with somehow they're doing like APA 2.0. Is, with, that what, is that what this is supposed to be? I guess so. <laughs> Some type of APA 2.0. But here's the here's a weird thing about this. JBL's like this really Wall Street rich pompous gimmick. That, that that's who he is. He he's this stock market Wall Street, you know, pompous butthole, basically. And so that gimmick is supposed to carry over to Corbin, who's this person who hit pay dirt and you know at, at a gambling casino. I don't I still don't get the correlation there, but somehow they're dry they're, they're carrying this over to backstage gambling, you know, creative, uh, creative liberty. Yeah, okay. I, I, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> and bro, bro, Corbin's up. His ring attire, like still, yeah, still, yeah. Gosh, I don't get it because again, the correlation between Corbin and JBL does make does not make a lick of sense to me. I I just, I still don't understand, bro. Normally, I would say in in a case like this, because you're right, Chris, it doesn't make any sense. I don't get it. It's never going to get over. But in a case like this, I would say JB needed the money. Mm. And they did him a favor, but Jay, I, I know, I, I know he don't need the money, so right. I, I, I know that's not right. it. You can rule that out. I, I don't. This doesn't make any oh, sense. Man. 
unless this is a way for JBL to make a comeback? I don't even see it. See, the only thing I, the only payoff I see from this, I see two possible options. I definitely think this is a temporary thing for JBL. I don't see him being here next year and managing Corbin. So either JBL just gets tired of Corbin and gives him a clothesline from hell and just, you know, basically that's his send off. And then Corbin just goes into this disheveled gimmick that he did before. Or somehow Corbin feels as if JBL is holding him back. And then he turns on JBL, sends him off that way. And somehow that's supposed to get more heat on Corbin, which, I mean, you just lost to Drew McIntyre a few weeks after you just came back and tried to refresh your gimmick. So I don't see how any of this is helping. Well, he did lose because Tazawa took JBL's cowboy hat and put it on. Creative Liberty. Yeah, so yeah, don't you know he did he did have a he did have a great reason for yeah, uh, fantastic. Yeah, he lost because he got distracted that his manager's hat was taken by Akira Tozawa out of anybody. The person who beat him in uh in in crafts or whatever they were playing. I don't I don't even I don't even know what uh, I don't even know what you say to that, bro. Like I, I don't even know. Like and he was like some type of grasshopper or something like that, just kind of you know bouncing around like like and somehow JBL is supposed to react to that, get distracted. I I don't know, man. I mean, like, is this is this, is this Triple H's like valiant attempt since the 24-7 gimmicks over? He Tozawa dyes his hair again, blonde. He goes back to the you know the the gear and not the the gi anymore. And so what does what is Triple H trying to do here? Oh, it's just so like? insulting. It it it, it, it really it's is. it's so it's so insulting, <laughs> bro. It really is, man. It's just so insulting. What's the payoff here, though? Do we see like JBL versus Tozawa at, at WrestleMania? The creative liberty match. Nothing. Nothing. No payoff. Bro, I swear, I um I uh there's this guy on uh, YouTube that I am very, very entertained by. Okay. He goes on YouTube. He makes a lot of money on YouTube, bro, because he portrays a lot of different characters. Okay. So I actually reached out to this guy because I want to interview him. Okay. And uh, I said, bro, keep in mind, I don't know if this guy's a wrestling fan. I have no idea if he knows who I am, right? So I tweet this guy, very, very popular figure on YouTube, bro. And I said, uh, I said to him, um, I said, I, I, I don't know if you have any idea who I am, but I'm a huge fan of yours. Would love to have you come on my podcast. To give you some background on myself, just Wikipedia me. I saw you posted when Scott Hall passed, so I was hoping you were a wrestling fan. Okay, bro? This is a guy that's hip, smart, creative, making a lot of money, funny, entertaining as heck, right? Here's what he, here's what he wrote, bro. I do know who you are. I grew up watching wrestling in the 90s and early 2000s. I still follow the business but don't watch it very often. 
Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of the spot fest style matches. And most of the storylines these days are nothing to write home about. Wow. H- how many people like that are out there, Chris? I hear it all the time. I all the time. And all the people know like, that I work yeah. in the wrestling business as a journalist and a podcaster. And like, oh man, that's super cool, man, that you get to, you know, do that. Man, I used to watch wrestling back in the Rock and Stone Cold days. I mean, if I had a dollar for every time someone said that to know what I do, I can take a vacation. Like, man, like people bro, say, how many people time. like that are out yep. there, man? Yep. All the time, man. All the time. <sighs> Yeah, man, with the Rock and Stone Cold and Goldberg, like that's usually the Rock Stone Cold, Undertaker, Goldberg. Yeah, man, those were pretty cool. Yeah, I really don't watch anymore, but yeah, yeah man, how is it? You know, <laughs> I'm just like, I'm like, man, look, I, I tell people, I usually tell people, I have good friends who ask me, how is it? Whoever don't, who knows the big names, but don't watch it, and even casually watched it, you know, during the Attitude Era. You know, they're like, how is it now? And I usually say, man, look, if you started watching wrestling now. Like you wouldn't understand half how it used to be because it's not, it's almost night and day from from how it used to be for sure. You wouldn't really have that appreciation as, uh, you know, watching it back in the 80s and 90s. That's for sure. Uh, OC cuts a backstage promo or the uh, backstage interview. They get attacked by Judgment Day, the Judgment Day segment number three. <laughs> Wow, man. I said three segments. I said this is this was segment number three, man. I told you. I told you I was going to count, and I told you that it three segments over under, and we got three segments from the Judgment Day. There man. it is, bro. Yes, indeed. Uh, and this at least leads to Rhea Ripley defeating Asuka. Technically, sure. <laughs> oh, it's a time for Joey number two. I got a problem. I got a couple problems with this. Um, And bro, I swear to God, if I was still consulting for USA Network, I would be cutting such a promo on them tomorrow morning that they would have discontinued our relationship anyway. First of all, bro, I want to say this. Bro, unless Alexa Bliss is making a turn at Survivor Series, I don't know what's going on with her, bro. Yeah. Because she looked like, A, she just rolled out of bed. She (laughs) was sleeping in the back. Or B, she just wants to not have anything to do with this anymore. Mm. So like I said, I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt because maybe it's her acting and there's going to be some kind of a turn. Mm. If there is not going to be a turn, I have never seen anybody any less excited about being on a wrestling show, bro. I don't know. She recently got married and she was gone for a while. It just seems like either she's just checked out. I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you, man. Yeah. Bro, here's the second thing. If I am the freaking USA Network, you're cutting a promo on. You're not going to tell us who the fifth member is till SmackDown? Yeah, that was really weird. Are you kidding me? So, bro, I, I thought for sure yeah, me too. they were going to reveal at the end. Uh, I uh, thought yeah. for sure. Me too. 
when they did, I'm like saying you were saying that we're like, oh, bro, what do what are you guys the welcome mat? Yeah, exactly. Period. Yes. Bro, I would be cutting such a promo on them tomorrow morning. Yeah. Like, bro, grow a freaking set. Yes. Yes. Yo, your show's not good enough for them to reveal the fifth party. But do they even know this stuff is going to be discussed? Like, do they even know about this promo before? No, not at all. They know they know zero beforehand, bro. They don't see a script. Nothing is discussed with them. Zero. Yeah. And that's the problem because essentially you use your viewer base to launch them over to Fox. Fox isn't a competitor. But there's no affiliation between the right. two. It's not, and, 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 and Roar isn't good enough for us to do it on. Yeah, which is that that's, is that's horrible, bro. That and I'm is. like, okay, do you think that that like you're in Albany? They're not going to be in Albany on SmackDown. How do you think that somehow this was going to not draw heat on Bianca Belair, who you're supposed to, who you're trying to make the babyface? Somehow this wasn't going to draw heat on Bianca because she announced it for Friday in a different city. Bro, I don't even know. Can can, can you call create? Can can you do Creative Liberty on this? Can you call? I don't even. You can't call Creative Liberty no, on this. No. The, the, I have to call, bro. Either listen, bro. Either you are that stupid. Yeah. Or. The issue with is with USA Network. Yeah, yeah. E- either I don't know, bro. Maybe they're negotiating, and USA Network doesn't. I don't know. I just can't believe you can be this stupid. I can't believe that, bro. But even if okay, so even if it was supposed to be revealed on Fox, which uh, you know, if you don't if you don't do it this week, I think it should have been on on at Survivor Series because that would have caused some intrigue, but. Even if it was like if the plan is for Fox, why would you have Bianca Belair announce like that's something that Bailey would announce like you're like that would draw heat on Bailey. That's something that she should have said. She like Bianca Belair is the one announcing as the baby face that it's not going to be here in Albany. Like to me, I don't understand how that's not getting heat. It just it just doesn't make sense to me whatsoever. And just little nuances like that can really make or break a character in a lot of yeah. aspects because it's like, okay, well, <clears throat> she's not uh uh she's not in, impenetrable to not get heat or not get booed because you have her say you have her announce and i and, and stuff like that i wish that wrestlers would have a little bit more you know gusto oh, and, and you know I a little agree. bit you know I mean a, a little bit more uh just integrity with themselves and the you know yeah team. i mean bro you, bro he, here's the bottom line you you take a you take a bianca belair okay I, i'm sorry bro i don't care how many times triple h was the world heavyweight champion He's not going to know your character better than you. Correct. I I realize this, bro, because I've said this many times. Bro, I'm writing a television show with 30 characters. Mm. So all week long, I'm thinking about 30 characters. The the talent are thinking about themselves Mm -hmm. and themselves only. So that's why when I got to TV, hey, Vince, I want to pitch this to you. Hey, Vince, this... Bro, I know you're thinking about your character nonstop. 
Triple H does not know more about Bianca Belair than Bianca Belair. And you're right, Chris. That's where you got to step up and say, man, isn't that kind of a heelish thing for me to say? Yeah, yeah. And uh, and here's the thing. Like, a lot of times, creative or writers, they don't really pay attention to that. Nope. And it takes you to just kind of bring bring that blind spot up and be like, huh. Yeah, I, I really didn't think of it. Right, absolutely, bro. Absolutely, yes. I mean, it takes that. If you say something about that, protect your character, you can't expect the creative team to always, you know, understand those nuances more than you do. And that's that's the reason why you should say something like that to catch those blind spots from the creative. Bro, it's so funny, man. It is so funny because the first time, Chris, I got to be honest with you. I think it was about, I don't know, 2003 or something like that. The first time I left TNA, I started with TNA in 2002 when they first started. I think I left sometime in 2003. Chris, part of the reason why I left, to be honest with you, was... um, that is when I became a Christian. And you know, you know the old story of Paul where the scales came off my eyes yep, and wrote to Damascus. Yeah, I did not want to be there anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay. But Chris, I, I swear to God. So I gave Jeff my notice, mm-hmm. and I was just a character on TV. I wasn't writing, I wasn't doing anything. I was just a character on TV till they wrote me out. And I don't know if people remember this or not, but it was like me and Dusty were going for like the head of, you know, the the authority figure. Mm -hmm. It was between me and Dusty. Bro, I swear to God, I, I, I so wanted to get out of there. I didn't want to be there anymore. I did whatever they told me to do creatively. Whatever, bro, I didn't say a word. Okay, you want me to do that? You want me to say that? Fine. Bro, the stuff they told me to do was so out of my character and things I wouldn't have said and things I wouldn't have done. Like, they didn't have a clue. Hmm. So, like, I experienced that, bro, where Hmm. I just went along with it and bro, like my character just would have been dead mm-hmm. because it wasn't being true to who I was. Mm-hmm. And bro, I, I just, I, 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 I don't know, bro. Like I don't, I don't agree with these talents that don't want to rock the boat. We're going to lose our spot, bro. If you have any confidence in yourself and you're afraid of losing your spot, when there's other places you yeah. can go and have a spot, yeah, I, I don't know what to tell you, bro. Indeed, absolutely. Before we leave, uh, let me make this announcement, y'all. Uh, we are going to move over exclusive content over to Wrestle Binge. There's a it's a another kind of spinoff site that we have uh, that is going to start releasing exclusive content. So follow Wrestle Binge by Sports Kita. That right there is the link, youtube.com slash at WrestleBinge by Sportsky. There's some really cool kind of list uh, articles there, uh, list videos there, uh, really cool content uh, for you to subscribe to. A lot of exclusive content that we're going to start moving out over there. So be sure to follow WrestleBinge YouTube page 
and support. Also, like this show. Of course, we can see even through, even right now, uh, we continue to have a really, really hot live crowd for all those who uh, watch it archived and, and comment. Thank you so much for continuing to have this be one of the hottest shows, uh, post-Raw shows on the interwaves of pro wrestling. And so it takes you and your support to do that. So thank you so much for doing that. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Of course, that boosts up, boosts up the analytics and gets us continued to know about, to be, be known to many, many people across the wrestling globe. So, you know, bro, I want to answer one simple question. I'm going to give you guys a little test out there the Chris and Sports Kita. Bro, there's a new show on um, Paramount uh, called Tulsa King. And of course, I had to watch it immediately, bro, because Sylvester Stallone's in it. I'm sorry, bro. I've, I'm a sly mark since 1976. Nice. So, bro, my wife and I sat down and watched the first episode last week. And the second episode was yesterday. Okay? We're hooked on the show now. Two episodes in. It's a go-to show on Sunday night. I want to throw this out there, Chris, to you and Sports Kita, because you brought this up today. Bro, say tonight was my first time watching Raw as a viewer. I'm going to try this out. I never watched it before. I'm going to watch this show. Bro, name me one thing that hooked you on tonight's show that would bring you back next week. What, name, name me one segment. Name me one character. Name me one story where you actually sat there for three hours and said, oh, I'm definitely coming back next week. If I was totally aversion to uh, pro wrestling, period, and this was I was introduced, uh, you know, someone referred me to watch it. I th I think that the only the only things that would appeal to me by watching this was um, Rhea Ripley's look, like Rhea Ripley's intriguing, so I would be intrigued by Rhea Ripley. Um, And, that, and, and that's amazing that you said that, Chris, really because it. you say Rhea Ripley's look, which I agree with because she's a freak. Mm -hmm. But then, Chris, they did absolutely nothing to enhance that. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. To, she went forever with Oscar. So I, I love that you said that, bro, because I agree with that. And they did nothing yeah. with her on this show. Yeah. That's really it. I mean... I don't yeah. know, bro. Seriously, what I, I don't, I don't know why I would come back to this show. Mm. That's the question that that, yeah. that Triple H has to look in the mirror well. and ask himself that question. Yeah, indeed, good point. Before we leave, of course, Rollin has to come through in the clutch, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, oh, Rollin, super chat, bro. Entire women's division is crashing without Charlotte, Sasha, and Becky. These all-female Raw main events have been an utter failure. Cause failed to trash about the three girls <laughs> in SmackDown to break a table. Very good. Very nice. Very nice. Yes, oh, my please. God. They almost killed themselves in that table spot. Yeah, that was my crazy. God, bro. Yeah. Although I think Becky might be uh, – that's my guess to be the uh, the, the guest uh, person. The, the, think the, so? The, 
a fifth member. Yeah, I think it's going to be. Why has she been out? She just took time off? She dislocated her shoulder. Uh, that oh, that okay. match uh, against um, Bianca. Against but Char the, uh, Charlotte you know. just took time off, right? Yeah, she just took time off and she got married. And uh, why don't why don't you think it could be her? Uh, because I think that they're still they're still wanting her to be healed. Uh, I think I think which I I, I want to I think I think the money match I think the next money match for WrestleMania would be Bianca Charlotte if they're really trying to make Bianca like the star the the one that they're really resting um, hanging their hats on. I think. You know, you you beat Sasha last year. I mean, you beat Becky this year. I think you continue that just legendary run of making Bianca the the person by beating Charlotte. I, th I think Charlotte and Bianca is the money match. It seems like they're going to do Rhea and Bianca. I, you know, it seems like Rhea is going to be the one that takes the title. I don't want to see heel Rhea against babyface Charlotte. I think Charlotte does so much better uh, work as a heel. Uh, to, you know, she's really smug. She's got that flair, you know, aura to her. And I think she just works better as a heel to put a baby face over. I think if you make her the baby face fifth person, um, I think it'll be out of place as far as how she, she can be utilized better as a character to put, put a baby face over. So that's just my take on it. I think with Becky, Becky has that natural baby face feel to her. And then she, actually aligned herself with Bianca that on SummerSlam, you know, a few months ago um, when she dislocated her shoulder and, you know, she's been out for about four months. And then before she left, when Becky came at SummerSlam, she was healed and then she turned babyface. you know, and she kind of aligned herself with Bianca at that time. And so it just makes sense for them to carry that over for her to continue to align herself with Becky, because that was when Damage Control debuted that day. It's when they stood, they stood toe to toe beside each other, looking at Bailey. So it just makes sense from a booking standpoint. Four months later, when she recovered, now she's helping Bianca. You know, bro. What's um, what's the word on um, uh, Sasha and Naomi? There, I heard there were some trademarks things going on. Um, it, there was some rumor back and you know back a few weeks ago that there was like some talks of bringing them back, but it's just been a stalemate. Uh, Bro, you know what's real interesting? Oh, wow. He he here's what's really different about the business now, and it's because of social media, and it's really a good thing. Because, bro, I bet you what happened was. And this would not have happened in the past because your career would have been over. Bro, I bet you that Naomi and Sasha got opportunities through personal appearances, making big money, mm -hmm. little roles here, little roles there, picking up money on social media where they saw, you know, in, in, instead of being a prisoner to that company. Yeah. Man, bro, we we I, bro, I'm I'm telling you, and 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 that's gonna happen more and more and oh, more. Yeah. 
that would have never happened in the past, bro. Yeah, there's so many ways to make yep. revenue outside. Yep. I mean, there's modeling, uh, um, there's, yep. there's, oh my goodness, signings, you know, people, you know, can be paying $30,000 for signings and, you know, stuff like that. You can, you can make a living just going, you know, going from town to town and, and doing signings. You know what I mean? That's, yep. there's so many opportunities to, to make money outside of WWE to make a sizable, you know, reasonable yep. living. So, absolutely. Yep. NPRJ199 Super Chat, bro. Thank you very much for your support. And a 499 Super Chat bringing in the Joe. Thank you, my man. All right, Vince, let him know about the channel attitude. Yeah, guys, check me out. Russo'sBrand.com or ChannelAttitude.com. We also have a Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Russo T-W-C. Very nice. And once again, y'all go over right after this uh, show's over, go over to Wrestle Binge and uh, hit that sub because we'll be moving over exclusive content there. We always, I mean, look at the YouTube uh, Sports Kita page, just filled with just daily content. I mean, if you want to talk, if you're a pro wrestling fan, I mean, Sports Kita is the way to go because it's daily content, daily exclusive interviews. Vince and I, we have three shows a week together, one of them with EC3. You know, there's there's SmackDown shows, good little hand, GLH Dutches are with us still. You the know, great we, Raju, the yes, great Raju. Yes, great Riju Raju, absolutely. And yes. uh, uh, um, interesting, interesting note. I, you know, I was the contact that uh, brought that connected Dutch Mantel with, uh, with, with Sports Kita. So, uh, you know, he's still here and he's still doing his thing over little SmackDown, hand. man. He's a little yeah, hand to he's, have he's on the show. He's, he's <laughs> a good little hand to have on the show, absolutely. <laughs> and, of course, I have uh, daily, I have weekly wrestler Q&A interviews on Unscripted. This week I'll have a former NXT star and former NXT commentator, Percy Watson. That's a nice uh, name there. Uh, and we're going to have some fun stuff coming up the pike. Of course, I've been doing that for a while now, bringing on every single week. Uh, a person for a Q&A for y'all to enjoy. So Sports Kita is the way it is. It is yes. Sports Kita is the channel to go to for all things pro wrestling. And also Wrestle Binge is now as well. So go ahead and follow that. On behalf of my guy, my brother, Vince Russo, I'm Dr. Chris. You all have a happy Thanksgiving, ladies and gentlemen. Gobble, gobble, it's so long. <laughs>